0: Biz Coach. Okay, everybody, welcome. We're going to have a conversation about Facebook ads, and um, oh, I know that actually, type into the chat and let me know what you think about Facebook ads. Let's start there. Um, I want to know uh, your sort of experience with them, uh, how you feel about them, how they've worked or not for you so far in your business. Let's have a little bit of a. Com- I want to just get a pulse on the people who are here. And where you're at to make sure that um, uh, what I'm going to deliver is going to help. Victoria says it's confusing. You're getting better at it. Katrina says I'm excited to do one but I don't know how. Uh, I've only boosted things before. Great. Confusing says die. Melissa says I've only used once or twice and not noticed any new business from it. Laura says none and Facebook is challenging. Okay cool. So today um, really so first of all, if, if we haven't met before, because I know there's a couple of hundred folks who are signed up to come along, um, who are going to catch the replay, and uh, I don't know you yet, so hello and welcome. Uh, my name's Amy McDonald. I'm a big old yoga nerd and a business coach, and uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've really been focusing on helping yoga teachers to transition to teaching online, and I've been raving about the blessing that we all have, that in fact we happened to work into an, work in an industry that can actually readily transition to the virtual environment, uh, which is incredibly fortunate for us. And I think um, it, it gives us even more reason to continue to serve and to be bright lights for our communities at this time, offering what we know is helpful and grounding and, and calming and reassuring uh, to people who still need it. In fact, I would say, uh, need it even more. Gudrun. Hello from Germany. Whereabouts in Germany? It's one of my one of my favorite places. Um, so today I want to talk about how Facebook ads can be used to help get your get your uh, yoga classes full uh, by by reaching more people. And I've got one, two. I've got three different campaigns that I'm going to run you through. Talk about them. Look, we've got 90 minutes uh, and it's not gonna give you all the time you need for the full tutorial on how to make all of this happen. But what I'm hoping to do is give you enough info so that you can get inspired about it uh, and give things a go. Um, The black forest says Gudrun. Nice, very nice. Um, Okay, so what I'm also gonna do in this call is at the end, towards the end, we'll take some questions. I'm gonna teach you these three campaigns. And I'll take some questions. And then towards the end, I'm going to tell you about this course that I've got that starts on Monday and that you should all go sign up for it and do it with us. Um, And I know some of you are already in. So type into the uh, chat if you're already signed up for Facebook ads, Know How for Yoga Teachers. Um, And I'm going to let you know when I'm going to, switch between teaching you the stuff and then telling you to buy my course. So if you don't want to hang around for that bit, uh, you can head off and not feel like I'm, you know, pitching you a course that I think you should sign up for. Not everybody wants to hear all that stuff. I'll let you know when it's going to happen uh, because it's going to happen, but I don't want you to feel like there's a bait and switch. Danny's in. Yes, Danny's in. Um, Okay, so let's get started then with the the, the reason that I thought it was timely to have this conversation is because I've been getting great results with my Facebook ads at the moment. So I've been advertising on Facebook for years. I think I'm up to about $65,000 of Facebook ad spend. Um, and obviously I help my clients with their campaigns. I think I have access to about 10 different <laughs> Facebook accounts. Uh, and so I kind of know a bit about what I'm doing. And in fact, I hired someone last year to help me because I thought that uh, I underestimated how much I knew and, um, I got better results than she did. So I am a big believer in the power of Facebook ads. And when I say Facebook ads, I'm also talking about Instagram. Um, and definitely my business exists because of them. And I also am a big believer in training yourself so that you know how to do it. There are a lot of people that are saying they're Facebook ads experts uh, and really, um, if you can be a bit of a lateral thinker and follow a recipe, you can be a Facebook ad expert as well. What was also great about you knowing how to do it yourself is that you can manage your investment and make sure that whatever it is you're spending is actually returning. A lot of people and type into the chat, if this is you, report that they've spent a whole bunch of money on Facebook ads uh, and they haven't seen any return. And as I say regularly in my community, um, I don't believe in spending money on your business ever only ever investing money. So what that means is for everything that you put in, it's got to pay off for you in some fashion. So whether it's all new yoga bolsters, uh, which makes your restorative classes more appealing and your numbers go up, that's an investment. Similarly, if you're gonna go spend a couple of hundred dollars on Facebook ads, you wanna make sure that it's returning at least the same amount, but preferably more in new student attend- attendance fees. Laurie says, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, and so what's really important to remember it, whenever you're running a campaign on Facebook is you're completely in charge of how much you spend and you can turn things off whenever you want. So there is no, you know, you, I've heard teachers say, oh, I didn't even realise, but I'd spent $1,000. Uh, that's because you stopped checking. You, you know, that's on you. Uh, I don't want that to happen, but it's really, you are in full control of how much you spend. And so as we talk about these campaigns, don't feel that you have to drop hundreds of dollars in order to try something out. It would seem that some of the people who are doing my social media confidence program at the moment have had um, notices from Facebook saying, Would you like to run a campaign for $2 a day? So, Facebook's obviously letting small businesses run ad campaigns at teeny tiny amounts of money. So, you can manage your own level of investment. To the point of like two dollars a day Uh, and let's face it it's not like you can go out and get a cup of coffee so you could probably afford four dollars fifty in lieu of a cafe latte every morning okay so let's talk about the i've got three campaigns that i want to talk to you about and a bit of a bonus maybe depending on how we're going i'm going to start with the most simple and take it from there so and and the overall premise for all of these campaigns that I've come up with is essentially making um inviting people into your classes right now so if you're whatever it is that you're teaching online I'm talking about getting more people into those things right now because we know that you can fit a whole lot more people into your virtual studio than a lot of you can into your uh the place where you teach for all those people who have I don't know Katrina I can't remember how many people fit in your space but definitely that more of them can fit in yeah that's what I that's what I thought it's Eight more than eight people can fit into your Zoom studio. Um, Although I was talking to talking to one of my keep growing masterminders, Astra, yesterday, and she was saying it's hard for her to do her online classes because she's got such a small lounge room that even just getting far enough back from the camera, she has to do more movement than yoga because she keeps cutting cutting herself off if she went for anything too big. Okay, so let's talk about video. Let's talk about campaign number one. Campaign number one is where you. Have one of your class recordings. So, if you're already teaching online and you say you're using Zoom and you record it, you upload the video to your Facebook page, full thing, upload the video to your Facebook page, and then you uh, make the post. The copy in your post would say something like, um, Enjoy this 60 minute yoga class for relaxation uh, and peace of mind. Uh, and if you like this class, why don't you join us live um, at my brand new virtual studio where you can feel just like you would in a normal yoga class without having to leave your house? And then you put the link into your sales page. So, really, really straightforward. And then you would boost that post. Um, And you, you know, maybe you boost it for five days, seven days. It depends on your budget, how much you want to spend. But it's a very simple way to get started. So what you're essentially doing is saying, hey, come along to my classes. But you can sort of try before you buy by watching the video. You'll build rapport with people because they'll see you teaching. They'll see you interacting with your students as you go. They'll get a sense of what your classes are like. And then when they're ready to buy, they'll just click the link Or better yet, uh, you could probably have a button that says sign up and it would go directly to your classes page. So super simple campaign. Uh, No, Maggie, I'm not. Uh, I'm talking about the link that you would share is not the link to the Zoom studio. The link that you would share is the link to the page where they go buy the class. And so this is really important because one of the reasons that Facebook ads, sorry, one of the reasons people... Feel that their facebook ads aren't successful is not the ad it's actually the page that you take people to so this is really important the facebook ad its job is to take in this scenario the purpose of the ad is to take people from facebook to your sales page it has to be compelling enough so that people watch a bit of your video and think okay i'm going to do that i'm going to go sign up and they click the link and they go to your website that's the purpose of the ad it's not the purpose of the ad to convince them necessarily to buy your class. That's a joint project between the ad and your website. So what can often happen is the ad goes really well, but then it hits the, the, the you hit a bottleneck when they get to your website because it's hard to navigate your site. Some of the things that I see happen um, that cause problems are, for example, um you have to go between pages on your site to make a purchase. So maybe the Facebook ad takes me to your, um, you know, your shopping cart, your Shopify, your uh, Stripe page or something of that nature. And it just says five pounds, yin yoga, Tuesday nights, except I don't have enough information from that to buy it. I want to know more about the class and I might have to navigate from that page to another page on your site. And every time someone has to, navigate to another page you're asking them to take another step like you know it's like um you're asking them to have another date with you right you just then they just want to take you to bed bad analogy but it's you know Saturday morning forgive me but my point is you want to keep the number of steps that they have to go through once they get to your website as short as possible this is why I'm a big fan of, and you know, go look at the pages of some of my clients or DM me on Instagram if you want some links. Um, This is why I'm a big fan of classes pages that have all the information on the one page. So that means they have the names of all the classes, the times of all the classes, the prices of all the classes, the descriptions of all the classes, and the buy button for all of the classes all on the one page. That way, if your ad is really working and it's compelling and people click the ad and they go to your website, when they get there, you're making it as easy as possible for them to decide which thing to buy and then make a purchase. So this campaign will work well if you make sure that your page for your classes is as easy to use as possible. This is called the user experience and you want it to be as straightforward as possible. People don't mind. Think about how you use your phone. Most people are going to be buying this stuff from their phone. Think about how you use your phone. You don't mind scrolling, right? We're accustomed to scrolling. It doesn't matter if the page is really long. What's frustrating is when you have to click a link and wait for another page to load and then back to the other page and then get out your credit card. So with campaign number one, simple, upload a video, nice, inviting uh, text in it with your link. Make sure that the page you're taking people to is really easy to use. Okay, so then the last piece on the boosted version is, of course, well, who do you choose as your audience to boost? And what I'm going to share next, uh, you can apply to everything else that I'm going to teach you this morning. Who you boost the post to, like the audience that you choose, it depends on your overall vision post-post. The special times. Folks, if you're new to me, uh, I'm a big believer in conscious language and positive talk, and I'm not using P words or C words or anything of that nature because I don't want that energy in my life. So I'm referring to our current situation as a special time. So what do you want to do after the special time? So for some, I've heard from some people that they're like, you know what, I'm loving this online thing. I'm not going to go back to in-person. I'm staying right here. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to Kelly Smith this and call myself, you know, location independent yoga teacher. So for those people, when they're choosing the audience to boost the post to, they could choose a really big global audience because their people could be anywhere. Now, if your intention is post special time to go back to essentially teaching classes where you live, then you would want to limit the audience that you're targeting to uh, your local area. So Victoria's going to stay in Glasgow to, she's going to keep teaching her classes locally, um, then that's that's where her focus is going to be. Or she's looking for her uh, next Pilates instructor training locally, she's going to be looking for people that are going to be interested in getting to that. So that's something to consider. If you're ready to go, or you'd like to maintain later, some kind of larger reach, then why not have uh, a, a, a wider audience? Now, a couple of things for people who have never considered actively advertising to uh, a global audience, I've got a couple of, and I know there'll be people here who have never thought of doing that before, but as a person who essentially has a business that, you know, look at us all, we're we're everywhere. Um, Let me tell you some do's and don'ts when it comes to selecting a global audience, because you can just choose like global, Uh, and here's the thing. Facebook's going to show your ads to people that are no way going to come to your classes. You don't want to actually pick global when you're talking about global audience. You want to pick people that you're actually interested in having come to your classes. In fact, I had a cute anecdote from um, one of my keep-growing masterminders. She she did a global ad and she said she wasn't sure if she'd got it right because she'd already had three marriage proposals. Uh, That's not what you're... Unless that's what you're looking for, don't do what she did, do this instead. If you teach in English, then you wanna choose countries where English is, you know, the the main language. Um, If you, um, for example, or any other language, right? If you teach uh, at a certain time zone all the time, like if um, Diane's teaching her classes in the middle of the afternoon, live, there's no point her advertising to an Australian or a New Zealand audience because we're in bed, or at least we should be. So that's something else to think about. So if Diane was teaching classes in the UK, she might, depending on when her class falls, if she does it in the evening, it might work for my morning. Um, it might work in the States and Canada. It might, you know, obviously it's not going to be far off in Europe. So think about also if what you're offering her live classes if you're choosing a global audience um, and I want you to spend your money really well, there's no point spending a whole bunch of money inviting people to come to your yoga if they're going to be in bed. This is something else to think about. So that's just a little... So And, and when you're thinking about the countries, the countries that I generally advertise to, English-speaking countries, is the States and Canada, New Zealand and Australia, I do Singapore and Hong Kong, and then um, depending on how I'm feeling, I often throw Germany in there because uh, I hate Deutschland. And then the UK and Ireland. That's kind of my spread. Um, you know, you can do South Africa as well, of course. It's, it's just when you get the whole world, you're gonna have this issue of who can come at what time. The reason Amy's up at 7am on a Saturday is because it's sort of a time where we kind of can all get together and it's not too messy. So that's a little bit of about choosing a global audience. Now, for those of you who are more interested in, for the most part, attracting people to your online classes who then will love that and stay with you once you go back to in-person, what I recommend with campaign number one is that you go really broad with your audience. So the, ge- the, uh, the location, the geography will be quite narrow. So um, let's see, who else is here that I can... Um, who I know exactly the town that they live in. Oh, I can't see everybody. There's so many folks, this is great. Um, okay, so I live in Castlemaine, which is a country town. So because we live in the country, people are accustomed to driving a little bit further. It's a, it's a nothing thing to drive 40K to take a yoga class. So I would choose, you know, Castlemaine in a, in a radius of 40 kilometers, which would pick up some other major centers. Um, that and I would you know that but that's still because I live in a in a country town that's still a fairly small population that might be 30,000 people so what I'm going to do instead is keep the interest of that audience really broad so I'm not going I'm just going to pretty much show it to anybody between the ages of 30 and 65 plus who lives in that area and take a chance that Facebook because Facebook wants you to get good results Facebook is you know, like depending on how Orwellian you want to get about it, Facebook knows everything about everybody. So it's going to know through all of the data who's more likely to click your ad and it's probably not going to show my ad, at least not many times, to people who, I don't know, post lots of stuff about the gun club, right? It's going to pick people who tend to post stuff and like pages that are somehow affiliated with yoga. You get to trust Facebook to test this out for you, but I would, if it was me, I would go big age range, pretty much nothing in the interests, keep it really open and just show my video ad to as many people as I possibly could who live in a driving distance to my classes for when I get back to in-person. You might get some wacky messages doing it that way. You might get some, just as a heads up, um, you know, if, if Victoria just says, okay, I'm showing this to Glasgow, uh everybody um then she might get some um say for example some comments on her video that are a bit nasty because some boof head you know who's never going to go to yoga and likes to beat up his mates on a saturday night sees victoria's ad and goes (laughs) whatever that's the australian version but you know that um or you know hello sexy or um uh, some that I've had is, you know, uh, Jesus is the one true saviour. I, I get a little bit of that. You might get some of that stuff if you go for a really wide audience. Delete that. Uh, don't delete stuff that just triggers you. I say let that stuff go. I love that when someone says something wiggy whack on my ads and my people are like, no, she's not, she's great. I like I like that uh, when everybody comes in and says, shut up, you moron. Um, but if it's, you know, if it's creepy or if it's, um, offensive, just delete it, that's fine. You can delete comments on your ads. But when you go for a wider audience, that can be something that happens. You get a little bit of uh, weird. Um, And I want you to message me about it if it happens so that I I can have a chuckle with you. If anybody else gets "Yoga is the six, six, six. I've had that one a few times. Um, Okay, not a big numerology person. I understand that that's the number of the beast, but hey, whatever. Okay, so that's campaign number one. Boost a video, super easy. You can all boost. And as far as I want to talk about this again, this is for um, this is for everybody and for all the campaigns. People often ask me, Amy, how much should I spend on my Facebook ads? How much should I spend? And um, I, I think uh, Maggie, we were uh, messaging this morning on uh, Instagram on this. How much should I spend? It's not as simple as how much should I spend. It's about your preparedness to invest your money. So I know, having been a Facebook ads user for a long time, what to expect. I know, as, as I was sharing with my Keep Growing Mastermind um, earlier in the week, I know that if I spend, my campaigns, if I spend a dollar on my ads, I'm going to make $2.50. So if I put a hundred bucks in, I'm getting 250 out. If I put a grand in, I'm getting 2,500 out. Because over time, um, training myself to do good ads and looking at my results, that's that's my average return on my investment. And you will also get a sense of your ROI, your return on investment, the more you do ads and the more you're mindful about your results. I know that for me now. So I can confidently say, well, shit, if I want to make, say I want to make $2,500, I've got to put a grand into the machine. That's how it's going to work. But if you're new to ads, you don't have that data. So you don't, you can't know what your, uh, the efficacy of your ads. You don't know how well they're going to perform yet until you've tried it out a few times. So if that's you, if you're kind of new and and if you're a bit nervous about the spend, what I recommend is you consider the first couple of campaigns that you run that you're kind of spending to learn. So the investment you're making is learning how to do Facebook ads. And it might not come back as money back into your business. What you get back, your return on investment might be experience using Facebook ads rather than cash in hand. And give yourself permission to do that a couple of times. Hopefully you make money as well, but give yourself permission. It's not a fail if that happens. You're learning along the way as long as you actually go in and look at everything and make sure that you're learning along the way. And from that perspective, then it's up to you to feel into, okay, what would that amount of money look like for me? Maybe it's $100. $100 over three campaigns and I'm prepared to, like Amy said, I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks to learn how it all works. And if I don't get any new students, I'm okay with that because I'll be a hundred dollars Facebook ad smarter by the end. Maybe for you, it's 30 bucks. Maybe for you, it's, I don't know, 750. It doesn't matter about the number. What matters is you got to feel good about it. So that say, for example, you learn a bunch, you go implement these campaigns, but you only get one new student as a drop in as a result. You're not allowed to beat yourself up or regret that you spent the money in the first place. Remember, you're spending, you're investing to learn. You got to learn. All right, so that's uh, campaign number one plus a bit of extra. No, Justine, Justine says, do I need to record a special class because she stops and gives verbal adjustments? I can't wait to come to your online classes. Oh, need a little bit of TJC in my life right now. Um, No, teach it as you would normally teach it because what we're saying to people is this is exactly what it's going to be like. And in fact, for anybody who does give specific verbal adjust, uh, assists to their students while you're teaching your online classes, if that's me, if I'm watching that, I'm going to think, oh, shit, this is why I don't just sign up for Allo Moves or Glow or whatever because this woman's actually looking at her people. This is not a streaming situation. She's actually talking to her people and she seems to know them and she, you know, she cares about them and she remembers that Brian's got the funny knee or whatever. And I really do think that uh, over the coming weeks we're going to have streamed the hell out of the internet uh, and all just feeling more disconnected than not and so having an opportunity to actually real time with people is going to become a whole lot more interesting. I don't know, if I like I've watched Ozarks and Tiger King and I've only been two and a half weeks on quarantine, right? Like we're gonna get sick of just streaming stuff. Um, Katrina says, does that work if the class is 60 minutes long? Yeah, they won't watch the whole thing Katrina but it doesn't affect your ad spend. And chances are, you know, you might get like a 25% watch rate which if we have time, we'll talk about later. Um, but no, I just say throw the whole thing up there. Throw the whole thing up there too because remember, folks, we're, as much as we're in this for the money because we're business people, we're in this to help people primarily. So what I would like to think is, and it's, this call is a great example, put stuff out there, let people engage with it, and if they buy from you, that's awesome, and if they don't, that's cool too. If someone sees Katrina's ad that's a 60-minute class and they love it, and they pin the hell out of that video and they just do it every day by themselves and she never gets a a dollar from them. Well, guess what? Like you're sharing yoga with people who need it and I say that's success. So um, our goal from a business perspective, of course, is to generate more abundance. um, And if in sharing this content, people just consume the content and never buy, I say that's awesome as well. Um, All right. So, so true says Claire. Hey Claire, I'm gonna just take a sip of water. Okay, so let's talk about campaign number two and this is an actual ad. So this is one that you're gonna have to go into ads manager to create. uh, And let me, I'm thinking I might just step us through it. Would that be useful if we actually go build one on my account? Katrina's nodding. Okay. Um, I can't tell if Diane's just contemplating hot chocolate or nodding. Okay, cool. Let's let's see. Well, we'll go. I'll I'll I'll, it'll be sort of half and half because um, we won't have time to do the whole thing, and I want to make sure that I cover these three different types of ads with you. All right, so here we go. Uh, (laughs) Here's my Facebook page. God damn it, Amy! Would you make a new cover photo? What is going on with that hair? Lentils, that's my that's totally my meal here right there uh, Okay, so um, Here is or I was, see I was telling you I've got a few So I click the little Yoni down arrow there and it takes me over to business manager Yours won't look like this because you'll only have one. I've got a bunch um, Okay, so business manager uh, is the platform where the magic happens And if you are signed up for Facebook ads, know how for yoga teachers, it's in the orientation thing. I want to make sure that you have this in place before you, um, before we get going. Okay. So business manager is, um, it's, it's that it's where all of the business Facebook business related things all happen and sit in under one umbrella. And it was a, it's, not that old, about a year now, I think, that Facebook implemented business manager, and, it, and Facebook did that because it helps to have an extra level of verification. So sort of as a, it came up as a result of bad things happening with Brexit and Trump and Lola. It, who knows if it was actually directly about those things, but the, definitely the public outcry about Facebook in the context of Brexit and Trump and da da da. So we have this business manager thing. Now, if you click in here, uh, this is where we're gonna go, ads manager. And it does take a little time to load. All right, so here is, this is what it, this is my, uh, this is the back end of my ads manager. This is exactly, you know, my campaigns, how much I've been spending, all of those good things. And uh, what we wanna do is, for. Campaign number two. I want you to click on create, and then Facebook's going to give you the option of the type of ad you want to create. So this ad, how you, um, what's your marketing objective? And in the uh, four-week course, I'll talk to you about more of these. But for right here and now, we're going for traffic. So traffic means um, traffic is the term that refers to taking people. From Facebook to your website. So people are navigating away from the Facebook interface in order to go look at something else. And you can drive traffic is what it's called. You can drive traffic to your website, to your YouTube channel, to your Moonclerk, to um, your social media. You can drive people, you can drive that traffic anywhere you like. What I'm suggesting is that we're going to drive the traffic to your uh, classes page. So what um, I'm not going to go through all of these because we'll be here forever. But what I want to talk about now is let's just say, yeah, I'm going to spend hundred bucks. Okay. Whatever. What I want to talk about is the actual creative for this campaign. So this is a campaign that you're going to build in ads manager and it's going to drive traffic to your classes page. So very similar, uh, copy in the ad as you would have had in the video ad, but here's, what's important. Um, What's important is the creative. So now we're in the editing window of where you actually make the ad itself. And this is where I see people make mistakes. So I wanna talk about the best image to use in a Facebook ad um, and why it works. Let me just stop sharing for a second. Um, the, um, The couple of things about the graphics on a Facebook ad. Um, where do I want to start with this okay so so what I find is working best now is a photograph with some text on it now this this ebbs and flows which what works better um, depends what Facebook likes at the time but for right here and now what I'm definitely getting the best results with is an image that has some text on it Um, and Facebook has a limit to how much text you can put on an image. So let me see if I can, um, what happens if I, let me see if I can share, this was the ad that a bunch of you would have signed up for this class because of this particular ad. So this is the image that, um, I've never shared this like that before. Um, come on, share Okay, cool. So this is the image that I used for the training that we're having right now. Um, And so you can see here that it's, okay, it's a photo of me. It's not a great photo of me. I wouldn't recommend. I mean, it's a a nice photograph, but it doesn't clearly say yoga. I just run out of other photos. So that's what we had. But here's some things that are important about it that I want you to take note of. Um, The image on Facebook has to be really eye-catching. And so... um, One of the ways that you can, first of all, you have, you know, have choose great photos and if they're stock photos, that's okay too. Avoid stock photos that everybody else is using if you have to use a stock photo. Um, But make sure that the image is sharp and that it's eye-catching. One of the images that um, contrast against the uh, blue of Facebook are going to perform better. So for me, I have, um, you know, my brand colour is pretty much the same blue as Facebook interface which sucks because I've got all of these great photos of Amy. Well, Amy, who'd been eating, you know, I'd been in summer in Scotland, so I'd been sat inside eating chocolate a bit too much. But the photos themselves are quite good with the exception of the over chocolate consumption. Uh, In that great blue wall, I was staying at my friend's house, he had this amazing blue wall and the photographer took all of these photos with really striking, vibrant peacock blue kind of background, great photos except they look like they just don't convert on Facebook because they don't pop off the screen. People are sort of tuning them out, visually tuning them out because it's just the Facebook blue and we're not looking at that. Whereas this image, because it has a whole bunch of white, it does stand out a bit more on the platform. And then I've made this in Canva. So canva.com, totally free software. And this thing, which is actually on the sales page of my um, Facebook ads know-how course, That's a free thing in Canva that I put on there to just kind of make it a bit more visually interesting. I didn't design that, I just dropped it on there and I think I might've changed one color, I don't know. Now, the other thing about the graphics for your Facebook ad, the images that you choose is that Facebook will only let you have a photograph that has a maximum of 20% text. Um, So let me just, um, so what that means is um, if you if you put um, if say for example I had the writing all over the photograph like let's do can I also I just need to some sorry some I think someone's got their um, microphone unmuted if you could just check that out for me and make sure that your photo that your that your microphone is muted that would be amazing let me just show you this one so well, this is the post that I stuck up in my um, Facebook group yesterday about the pay it forward challenge that we're running. I that wouldn't work as an ad because the text is more than 20% of the photograph. Does that make sense? Like Facebook would say, No, that looks like an ad, you're not having it, rejected. So, um, and also it doesn't look that great, but that's why it would be rejected from Facebook too much copy on it. Now, let's go back to the one that does work. Um, I know Amy's got too many things open. So if we look, again, if we look at this one, um, the amount of text that I have, I always use the same fonts, it's just my thing, whatever, my brand fonts um, on Canva. The amount of Facebook ads for yoga teachers free training, that amount of text is clearly less than 20% of the overall image. But what I recommend you do to make the text look bigger without breaking the rules is, is put a shape in behind it. So this is not a super great example um, but I've got a white or a sort of grey box in behind the text so that it makes the text stand out even more on the photograph without the text being bigger. Does that make sense? Um, and you might have seen, let me just see, uh, I'll show you one more example, that you might have seen this. Let me pull it up. Another sort of workaround. Um look at this thing sorry folks it's a bit um no, that's not a good example hang on i got you i got you folks all of that <laughs> okay so if we just take a look at this is my canva um if we just take a look at some of the things that i've made so you can see here's a, this one where i've just put the purple behind the text so it stands out a bit more but something that um here 's this one see this is some, I also um, ran a version of this as an ad, and this uh, watercolor shape in behind so while the the text only takes up that much space, actually when you put that watercolor shape behind it, it makes the text stand out more so you 're getting more i guess you 're getting more like advertising bang for your buck in terms of visual appeal without breaking the rules from a facebook perspective so um yeah, here's another, like, here's another one the, not much text, but the, when you put the shape in behind it, then you get to take up uh, more space with the area of the photograph that's associated with text, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, so so with campaign number two, how are we going for time? Come on, Amy, gotta move on. Campaign, campaign number two, you build it in ads manager, you optimize it for traffic, and you create an image in Canva that has a photograph of preferably you, but if you don't have one, that's okay. And it has some text on it. Um, Facebook will require you to make two versions of that image. It will require you to have a square version um, and also one that works for Insta and and Facebook Story, so a long version. And you can make both of those in Canva. There is a third option to do a sort of traditional sized Facebook ad. You don't need that. You can get away with just the two different images. One long one for stories, and one square one for everything else. And when you're uploading the content, um, it'll give you, if you just upload the square one first, it'll give you an error message in the section for stories because it'll cut half your face off and half the text off. And it's very easy to just switch it out just for the stories uh, option. So you can use both of those graphics. That more or less look the same, and if people see them across their Facebook and their Insta stories, they know that it's you um, very easy to set them up in Canva. The only other thing that I'll talk about with campaign number two. So you can apply a similar sort of um, what what we talked about regarding audience, you can apply that again to this campaign. Here's what's important about text. Um, And again, this is something that I see people who haven't had a lot of experience with Facebook ads. This is a mistake that I see you make, not because you're not great people. In fact, it's because you're great people and you care about your students that you make this mistake. Facebook is very um, particular about the language that you're allowed to use. And for us, that can trip us up because we're accustomed as yoga teachers, we're accustomed to saying things like reduce stress, you know, overcome insomnia, Um, uh, lose weight. I mean, you can never say lose weight on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook doesn't let you say anything that if someone read it, they could be a bit miffed. So think about the touchiest person that you know that could absolutely infer you were being personal when you really weren't and that you were being disparaging when it was not your intention imagine that person. And when you write the copy for your Facebook ads, imagine that you're writing to that person. So you can't say things like um, manage insomnia. You can't say things like reduce stress. Because if you say, sign up for my yoga classes or sign up for my Sunday night yoga nidra and help to reduce stress or help to overcome anxiety. like They're legitimate things that yoga is really good at. However, Facebook's Facebook's view here is that you're implying that someone's anxious. How dare you imply someone's anxious? You're implying that someone's stressed out and that's disparaging. So rather than say overcome stress, you have to say something like feel more relaxed. So if you get, um, if you get the error message and Facebook says you've, been, um, you've used degrading or defamatory language, don't freak out. The chances are the chances are, you haven't said, hey, Sato, get to yoga. The chances are you actually said something like, are you struggling or are you feeling nervous right now? And Facebook will say, ah, you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to suggest that there's anything wrong with anybody ever on Facebook. Um, <laughs> is this making sense? Has anybody had that message where you – I got one for the ad I just showed you, the graphic. I got one for that. Um, and um, it freaked me out because I'm like, oh, I never, I never want to, like, say bad things about people. And I've been doing this for years. So if you've had one of those, don't freak out. It's just a language thing. And, in fact, for mine, um, it said, this is a scam and you're ripping people off and you're trying to get money out of people. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, no, I'm not. But the reason that it pinged the language thing was because in the original ad I wrote something about um, – reconnect with students that you haven't seen in a while. That was it. They didn't like me saying, you haven't seen your students for a while. That was a, so I had to change it to say uh, something like welcome back past students or something of that nature. That was what pinged the language. Um, Yeah, Justine says, yes, it's like writing for a sensitive nana, a very sensitive nana. Not my Nana, Justine. (laughs) I should be fine with all of it. But yeah, I really, one with pearls and a twin set for sure. Yes. So that's campaign number two. Make a great graphic, put some text on it uh, and uh, and load it up. Just check your language um, so that you're not saying anything unknowingly that could be considered disparaging. And increase your text real estate by putting a shape in behind the text. Okay. It must be. Super right? If you have any shares or comments or questions on anything so far, type them into the chat and I'll keep an eye on the chat as we <coughs> continue to go along. Alex Rodriguez. Hey, look, oh, look, all these people. I haven't seen who else has turned out. This is fun. Okay, so campaign number three, we're, um, we're going, we're increasing in complexity through these campaigns. So campaign number one was... Yes, go get started, Um, Facebook ads for dummies, boost that thing. Next was make a simple ad optimized for traffic. The next option I'm gonna propose to you is for those of you who are feeling a little braver and if you're in Facebook ads know how, I'm gonna show you this step by step, so don't worry, I'll get you. But for everybody else who wants to have a play and um, figure this out by yourself, which you can by the way, and you don't have to throw your laptop out the window. um, This is what I'm suggesting is your third campaign. In Facebook, um, at the basic level, when you make an ad in Facebook within the ad creation platform, you actually tell Facebook who you want to see your ads. Women aged 35 to 45 who like fitness and Pilates and bar, for example, okay? Great, they're the people that Facebook's gonna find who live in the Sunshine Coast. Great, Facebook's gonna find those people and show your ads to those people. But what you can also do is create what's called a custom audience. And this is where you, there's a, there's a number of different ways to make these. But the one I want to talk about today is making a custom audience from a customer file. And I'll explain what that is. This is really, really powerful. So a custom audience is when you can, this, in this, a custom audience from a customer file is where you upload email addresses into Facebook. Facebook matches all of those all of those email addresses with people's Facebook accounts, and then you save it, and you suddenly have an audience that you can show your ad to based on those email addresses. Now, n- not everybody uses the same email address across all things, um, so, you know, you might have an address for somebody that is different to the one they use on Facebook, so Facebook can't match those, but it matches to about an 80% success rate, so... Uh, campaign number three, which is a little bit more involved, is uh, what I recommend you do is get your customer data for the past, I mean, shit, it could be like five, six years, whatever you use. So if you use PayPal or if you use Moonclerk or if you use Stripe or whatever, I, I don't know if Acuity holds the data like that. I haven't used Acuity, but I know a bunch of you do. For me, it's Moonclerk. If I go into my Moonclerk, which is my shopping cart software, if I go into Moonclerk, I can pull a report that says, give me the email addresses of everybody who's bought something from me for the past five years. And it will, it will download a CSV file or a spreadsheet of all the people who have bought stuff from me over the past five years. I can get, you know, however many hundred of email addresses that is. Then I can get those email addresses and I can upload them into Facebook and Facebook will match those email addresses with about an 80% accuracy to all of my previous customers so for example you have you I don't know let's say it does work with acuity I don't know I'm making this up but I'm guessing it would you can pull a report mind body you can pull a report from whatever you use to process your payments of all the students who have come to your classes I mean if you've got a studio that's a truck ton of people in five years that have come and taken a class with you maybe they've done your intro offer I don't know depending on the size of you of your studio all those email addresses you then go into ads you go into your business manager you choose audiences you choose create a custom audience and then you choose uh from a customer file and you simply just paste those in cut them out of the csv file out of the spreadsheet and you just paste them in and then facebook will say okay we're processing it takes a little while it will match them up to about an 80 percent accuracy and then you have an audience of All the people on Facebook who've come to your classes, this is super powerful. Then what I recommend you do, once you've done that, it'll take a while and depending on the size of your business, it might only be a couple of hundred people. It needs to be, uh, you need to have 200 people plus for this to work. So if you're just starting out, this might not be the campaign for you, but if you've been teaching for a while and certainly if you have a studio, you would have enough people to go create an audience. Once the audience is ready, then I want you to put on an ad, similar to what we talked about in campaign two, but rather than optimizing for traffic, and remember we, talked about, uh, remember we talked about traffic is when you're paying Facebook to show your ads to people who are based on their past behavior, are more likely to click something in Facebook and go look at a website. Like I'm, I'm that person. If I see something on Facebook, Some of us are share people. Some of us are like people. I'm a click the link person. So I'm more likely to get shown a traffic ad because my behaviour makes me suitable to to consume an ad like that. But this time for campaign number three, what I want you to do is optimise your campaign for reach. Now what that means is regardless of someone's Facebook behaviour, if they are in your audience, they will be shown your ad. So say for example, Katrina pulls all the data out of her shopping cart, she's got a thousand people who have come along to something over the time, she uploads that and makes an audience out of it and then she says, okay Facebook, I want you to show this ad to everybody in my audience, not just the people who are most likely to click it, not just the people who have a behavior pattern of going to a website and buying something, I want you to show everybody. So what you're doing is you're putting on an ad that's essentially what you would say in the ad is something like, hey, remember me? Um, now is the time to get back to yoga. It might have been a while since we've seen each other. Now's a really good time to come back and take some classes because everything's online and you don't have to leave the house to get the fabulous benefits of yoga. The message is that you can assume that they already know you because they've bought something from you in the past. Chances are they remember your face. And the messaging in the ad is come on back come back. Uh, let's take yoga again, re-engage with my business. So this is campaign number three, creating a custom audience from your customer data, and then optimizing an ad for reach that tells people, essentially what you're doing is you're putting on an ad that is going to target everybody who has bought something from you before. And you're going to say to them, hey, can't wait to see you again. Maybe you want to throw them out a freebie. Remember, this is only going to go to people who have bought something from you before. So it's not like the whole world can suddenly get a free first class. But maybe these 300 people that you're showing the ad to, maybe you want to give them that. Maybe you want to say, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. Um, And while things are bumpy at the moment, yoga is still happening at Om Shanti. Om Shanti. So if you want to come and check us out, use this coupon code and get 50% off your first virtual class. It's only going to people who know you already, Uh, and it's by nature, given I know most of you and the magnitude of your business, it's going to be a smaller audience. So you're not giving away the farm, telling the whole universe they can have free stuff. You're giving a special gift to past customers, uh, encouraging them to be, you know, customers again. Does that make sense? That campaign three, it's a bit more complex, but these are the really cool things that you can do with Facebook ads um, that you can be really targeted. And if we come back to what I was talking about way back at the beginning about how do I know how much to spend? And oh my God, I feel like I've wasted all this money on Facebook ads. If you're just throwing money at it, then you're less likely to get a great return on your investment. But when we start looking at the powerful capacity of the program and getting very particular on what you want to achieve and, and knowing where within Facebook Ads Manager can you make these things happen, there are so many options uh, to, to really target what you want to do so that you're spending your investing your money in the smartest way possible. Um, Okay, to, uh, let's do a quick pause for questions and then I've got, I've, we've got time, depending on how many questions we have, we've got time for me to talk about this extra bonus idea, if these are useful so far. Um, Melissa says, we're allowed to do that with the data, no problems. Yes, totally, Melissa, you're totally allowed to do it. Um, it's not a data violation and here's why. Um, you already own the data of your customers. They gave that to you as part of the purchasing process. Um, And if you're in a GDPR, I know in the States you've got better data protection than we do. We're still like caveman with data protection down here. It's wild country. Um, Just stuff it in a a kangaroo pouch to keep it safe. But, you know, you're a bit more advanced. Uh, But you still have that data. If someone's bought something from you and the purchasing process involved, your name and email address, you own it. When you upload it to Facebook, and this is one of the reasons why you have to have a business manager account, because in setting up the business manager account, you're saying, Facebook, I promise I will do all the right things. I promise I've got my website set up to protect people's data, and I'm going to be a good citizen on your platform. That's part of the, that's part of the, there's not actually an oath, but you know, there may as well be. It's part of having a business manager account. Once you upload it to Facebook, it's de-aggregated. So you can't actually see anybody's data in there, won't, and it will give you an approximation. Um, so it won't actually say, uh, great, you've okay, you can go into your Facebook now and you can see everybody's email addresses. You won't be able to see that. And in fact, when it says the audience is ready, it will say there's approximately 500 people or there's approximately thousand people. Um, or if it's a really small number, it will say unable to tell you the number. The reason it says that is because say, for example, you uploaded like, I don't know, let's be crazy, but let's say you uploaded 10 email addresses and Facebook can match eight. It's not going to say this audience has eight people in it because conceivably you could guess who they were and Facebook is very protective of data. So it won't tell you exactly how many people and it won't, you won't be able to see of the say 1,000 that you uploaded, which were the 800 that matched. So it is really protected from a data perspective. Um, I don't want to bother people, can they opt out? You mean opt out of seeing your ads? I think you can in your settings. I think you can adjust the types of ads that you want to see. But you know what? I figure it's a Facebook ad. Uh, There's going to be ads on, I mean, Facebook is miraculous and uh, just mind-boggling that people get pissed off with it when it's a wholly free platform. Uh, And I can call my sister on a video with a cat nose for hours and it's free. This is nuts. I don't know why people get pissed off about how bad it is when they like to use it for all the good stuff. Um, so what, the, what I figure is the reason that we all get to do things like two hour phone calls to our sister with a cat nose is because there's ads. There's people like me and soon people like you are putting money into the system so that Facebook can keep doing cool stuff. The way I figure it, you could get an ad of like, go buy this shitty stuff or you could get my ad. And so I want my ad to look nice and to not be in your face and to be uplifting. And if you'd never buy from me at all, I don't want it to be visually You know, I don't want to be ugly on your phone. If you're just noodling through, oh, there's Amy again, la, la, la. But, you know, like I don't think people are going to get frustrated that they're seeing your ad all the time. They'll just think that you're busy in business. And when we use platforms like Instagram or Facebook, we anticipate there will be ads because that's why we get to all use it for free. So I guess overall what I would say to that is make nice looking ads so that even if no one ever buys, they don't mind looking at your graphics. Um, ba, ba, ba. Becky, hey Becky, Becky says, if you make an ad in Facebook does it cross coast to Instagram, yes, and when you make your ads in ads manager, um, I think there's depending, there's like 13 different places that the ad will display. So this is one of the important differences between boosts and ads. Boosts only go in news feeds. So if they're looking through their news feed on their desktop or on their phone, they're going to see your boost depending on audiences and such whereas an ad will be shown across all 13 platforms. So in Messenger, as stories, um, if you think about the newsfeed on your computer, you know, that right-hand column, it'll show up in there. So you get access to a whole bunch more um, uh, advertising space, Becky. It would be like, um, you know, you get the billboard and you get the thing in the the tube and you get the, the, the metro and you get the um, newspaper article and you get something on the radio like if we are talking about old school media you get all of these platforms with just the one ad which is why before when I was saying you need those two shapes that covers you if you make the long one and the square one that covers you for all 13 placements um Patsy hey Patsy says do you have to cancel the ad or do we set dates for the ads to run okay so this is my Practice Patsy and I've been doing ads for a long time now and I just keep doing this and maybe it's a wives tale But this is what I recommend to my students It's like um, this is the Sandra D kind of situation, you know on Greece like um, When it was actually just a summer thing and so Danny was like yeah It's just a summer thing, but actually Sandy was kind of in it for the long haul Facebook wants to have a long-term relationship with you and it's going to treat you better (laughs) if it thinks that you're also in it for the long haul. Like Danny was leading her on a bit, right, in Greece because she was all up for it and he was like, yes, Summer, but he didn't just tell her that until they got into the Shake Shack, but that's another thing. So what you want to do is don't set an end date on the ad because then Facebook knows that you're just a summer thing, not, not the real deal, right? It wants to know that you're committed. This is, my, this is what I recommend. So don't set an end date but rather you know for yourself when the ad is going to be done, set yourself a reminder, in your calendar, whatever, so you don't forget, and then you just go in and manually turn it off. That way Facebook thinks you're in it to win it and then you pull a Danny and piss off and leave Sandra D. Um, what if she's stranded at the drive-in or whatever. That's what I say about that. Just don't forget to turn them off. So yesterday, the ad for this training, um, I, I had a reminder in my calendar. The training's at 7 o'clock this morning. I just had a reminder in my calendar to turn it off at 8 o'clock last night because uh, I, you know, I don't want people signing up for a training that's already happened. And there you have it. Uh, I got great results because Facebook thought I was in it for the long haul. <laughs> but I was actually only spending a couple of days. Um, (laughs) Sue Ellen, hey Sue Ellen, Sue Ellen says, do you need a business Facebook page to create these campaigns? Yeah, you can't make ads without a business page. You absolutely need to have a business page in order to run ads. Um, How long do you run the ads for, says Katrina? It depends what you're doing, Katrina, and it depends on how well the ads are working. So um, let's see. I mean, obviously, you don't, like I was just saying, you don't run an ad for something that's already happened. Duh, that's obvious. But um, if you're running ads ongoing, like maybe we're, who knows how long we're quarantining for. Maybe you're looking to invite new people to your virtual classes for a month. Uh, you might have an ad that runs all the time, that whole period of time to continue to invite new people in. One of the things in the data that when you go into ads manager and you look at the data, let me see, um, I'll quickly see if I can uh, take you back to show you this is where this is where um, a little bit of mastery goes a long way. You don't need to feel super confident and know all the things um, to be able to make really great choices on Facebook just from knowing a little bit more. So if we look at uh, so we're back in, this is again, this is my ads manager and here's all the, I don't have any ads on at the moment because like I said, the only one I had running was the one I turned off last night. But these are all the ads that I have been running. And if you look at this, this is where you need to know, a li- not everything, but if you know a little bit about how to read this data, you'll get much, much better return on your investment for how much you're spending. So if we go over here, see this? column here that says Frequency. Let me make that a bit bigger. Oh, yeah, here Frequency. So this Frequency refers to the number of times that the same person has seen your ad. So think about it. So if I, uh, Katrina's got an ad on for her classes, and I've seen, as I'm scrolling through my feed, it doesn't mean I've taken any notice of it, it just means I've been shown it, I might have scrolled on by or I might have clicked, I might not have even noticed because it was in a story, but I just clicked through it, but I have been exposed to Katrina's ad three times, then the frequency is going to be three, right? Duh, Amy. Now, what that means is, uh, my what I like to tell people is, um, as the frequency goes up, the cost goes up as well. So if you've got an ad that's optimized for traffic, i.e. people clicking from Facebook to your website, you're paying each time someone does that. Um, the, and the more as the frequency goes up, the price you're paying for that click will also go up because Facebook has exhausted all of the click-happy people and is now having to work harder and spend more to get people who are actually not as click-happy to go from Facebook to your website. So there's a couple of reasons why I suggest that once your frequency gets up to two and a half or three, um, your ad is toast. It's time to make a new ad. Think about it. You're going to be paying more. Um, You're going to be paying more for those clicks because price goes up with frequency. But also, to my mind, if I've seen your ad three times, Katrina, and I still haven't bought your class, chances are I'm not going to right? Like, we want people to see it and be like, yes, I want that thing, and they go buy it, frequency of one. So, to answer Katrina's question, how long do you leave the ad running for, uh, a couple of things. If the price starts to get too high, turn it off. If the frequency gets over three, turn it off. Um, Not for reach, but for traffic, turn it off. Um, And if it's, you know, if, if you, and we'll talk, again, we'll talk more about this in the course, it's more than what we can get into today, but Um, You you know, looking at the data and getting a sense of are people still interacting with this? Am I getting the sorts of results that I'm looking for? Um, If you're not, then again, turn it off. One of the things to remember with Facebook ads is, like I said at the beginning, Facebook is an incredibly powerful uh, machine. It knows so much about us. And so everything that you do is experimenting. Approach this like an experiment rather than did I get it right or did I get it wrong? So Diane might put on an ad for a class of oils and restorative something class that she's running and um, it worked okay. Um, but then next time she has all exactly the same copy but she tries a slightly different photo and what do you know, that one works really well because we didn't know it at the time but it turns out. People like the picture of Diane in front of her oils cabinet better than they like the picture of her sitting on a bolster, for example. You're just learning over time and being super mindful about the results that you're getting so that you can do more of what works and less of what doesn't. It's simply a filtering process. Um, uh, Melissa says when you said that they use it for stories is that for insta stories or for Facebook both and you can Customize that if you want to Melissa Every, pretty much everything in Facebook uh, is customizable. So for example um, for example, if you're offering a uh, Higher ticket item if you're offering something that's into the thousands of dollars Chances are depending not so much for the young folks, but for all people like me um, if I've got to spend money, type, type in like don't leave a sister hanging girls, type in if you get this. If I have to spend a lot of money, I'm not going to do that on my phone. I'm going to do that on my real computer. I'm going to sit down in my office, get my purse out and sign up for that thing. I'm not going to sit on my phone and spend thousands of dollars. I'm JetX. real spend happens on the real computer. So for example, if you're targeting Xs and boomers for something that's a retreat, a teacher training, a coaching package, something that's up there in terms of money, um, probably you would wanna show those ads just on desktop. And so you can tell Facebook, don't put these ads on mobile because my people spend real money on the real computer and I don't, it's a waste of my money to put these ads on the phone because I know Amy's not spending thousands of dollars from her phone, for an example. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, Susan's with me, thanks Susan tree for Patsy. Oh thank god, Katrina. Thanks ladies, it's not just me. No, I want to I want to it's so stupid because we're still buying the thing but no, I need to sit down and take my time and agonize a little bit more before I sign up for something. <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. You know, I think um, one of the things I love about Facebook ads is that it's just so um, it's just, you know it's so sweet to consider our human behavior things like this. It's very, you know, it's sort of charming that this is real. This is what we actually do. Um, and, and again, and we're uh, uh, capitalising, which is not a great word, on people's behaviour in order to attract more business. Here's why you get to feel good about that. Yoga is awesome. You're not selling like e-cigarettes for children like you actually have something that genuinely helps people and so if you can think how do my people interact what do they like to look at how can i give them more of that you're not being manipulative and icky because you genuinely believe at least i hope everybody who's watching this you genuinely believe that what you have helps people and so if more people have it you're helping more people Um, <laughs> Melissa, you're so modern. I do most of my stuff from the phone. <laughs> Good for you. I need to grow up. It's I'll grow down. I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah, like have had it. I, I, I'm just not cool enough. Seriously. Um, Carol says, "Not that makes sense." Good. Uh, Monzon says, "You are not alone." Oh, thanks. Okay, so they're the three campaigns that I wanted to talk to you about. The simple boost sounds like smoothies. The simple boost the um, uh, traffic with text and the custom, the client list custom audience quickly. And then I'm gonna, we're gonna switch and I'm gonna tell you all why you should sign up for my Facebook ads course. Here's another thing you can do. And again, if we've we've been staging this, right? So I've gone from super simple to a little bit better and then a little bit more complex. This one is more complex again. So disregard, you know, this is like when the yoga teacher says, come into full vashistasana or stay inside link, like up to you. What you can also do, so let's cast our mind back to campaign number one, where you uploaded the video, Katrina uploaded a 60 minute video and she boosted it and she ran it at people, let's say all over because she's kind of interested in having a virtual thing later. So why not have some people from South Africa and Singapore come along to her classes and let's go global. Okay, great. So um, as a result of running that ad, not only has she had the immediate benefit of the ad, i.e., people have clicked the link and signed up to her classes, what she's also done in the back end of Facebook is generate all of this data, including who watched her video. Not only that, she now has data that says these are the people that watched her video and these are the people that watched different amounts of her video. So, what Katrina could do, she could go back into the data and she could say, okay, Facebook, I want you to make me an audience. Like we talked about before, I want you to make me an audience of people who watched at least 50% of my one-hour yoga class. Because type into the chat, what do we know about these people? Why would Katrina want to show a different ad to these people if they'd watched at least half of her yoga class? Why do you think we would want to do that? Carol says, I need to work on my website. Oh. (laughs) That is the sound that goes with working on websites, Karen. Um, they want more. Yes, they want more. Um, Claire says they're interested enough to stay that long. Exactly. They're almost ready to buy, I'd say, Danny. Diane says continuity. Becky says um, learn their demographics. So essentially what we know is, think about it. When, I don't know about, there's very few people that I will uh, watch a long video on Facebook my, like i'm a bit i mean i'm not a, this is not a good example from I'm, personally i don't use facebook a whole bunch anyway but i don't know like you know your own behavior there's a few people whose videos i will watch the whole video on facebook but not many so if people have spent 30 minutes watching katrina teach them yoga they're really interested in what she's talking about goldfish brain on facebook the fact that they sat there and watched 30 minutes even if they just were on the toilet watching her teach yoga that happens don't take it personally (laughs) we know that they're interested so of course we want to give them another invitation if they didn't buy from watching 30 minutes we know that they're really interested and in online marketing or marketing sales generally we call these people warm leads katrina's warmed them up by spending 30 minutes with them doing yoga that's what her boosted video did so it would make sense that she would then say okay facebook Go find me those people that watched, and you can decide 50%, 75%, 90%. I would say 50% and up of a video as long as 60 minutes. Go find me all of those people and show them this other ad. And again, because you're being very targeted in the people that you're showing the ad to, your message can be very targeted. So it might say something like, um, uh, liked that, you'll love this. Like you can presume that. They watch the video, so and so Katrina could maybe shoot a short video where she's talking to camera in with the same clothes on that she had on in the yoga class that she boosted as the video, and she's just talking to camera saying, "Hey there! I love that you checked out part of my yoga class. As you'll see, I'm a yoga teacher who la 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 la, and these are the things that I do. Um, I would love that you took some of the class with me on my Facebook page. Why don't you sign up and come to some of my virtual classes so we can really talk to each other in person." would love to see you. Click the link and I'll see you in class soon. Like they know her. They've spent half an hour with her. And now here she is again, popped up on their feed, just saying, hey, come on. Really personal, really targeted, not icky or salesy, just light, high vibration, engaging. So that would be like uh, campaign number four that I wanted to talk about today. Um, They're obviously interested if they're watching 50%. Yes, Melissa. Okay. Okay. Yes, Carol, all of you have it right. Good, good, good. All right, so uh, I'm gonna do a last call for questions and I know, I think I missed some, so let me see if I can scroll up, just see. Um, Julie Crossman's in the house. Julie says, hi, Amy, is campaign number three just connecting to past customers or others who are like past customers? Yeah, Julie, you can do, uh, you can do a lookalike audience um, you can, and you can, upload, you, know, you can upload your MailChimp data set any data sets that you have that you own, you can upload. But yeah, you could, if it's a teeny tiny one, then you could create a lookalike audience, just a bit, of, bit more than what we got time for today. But yeah, you got it, you can totally do that. Um, <laughs> Melissa says, the reason she uses the phone is because her computer is broken. Oh, I don't feel quite so geeky then. Um, did I miss any other questions? I think I got them all. OK, uh, last call, if you have any questions for anything that we've covered so far, type them in. I hope and let me know, has this been useful? It's, I was trying to think about what's the best way to give you some stuff to go do on Facebook? OK, well cool, it's useful for some of you. I guess you would have left. <laughs> Unless there's some other strange reason you're still here if it's not useful. <laughs> uh, OK, cool um good i'm i'm really glad that but here's the thing okay here's the thing uh I'm, you know Ramdas teaches so beautifully about this in um in oh god you got to get those love you got to get the, i think it's called love serve remember on audible oh my god like he, it's the the talks that he did you know um paths to god his book about the bhagavad gita he wrote that book based on the teachings that he did at Naropa in i don't know like the early 80s maybe anyway it's like day three days of ramdas teachings is fantastic he's so funny the jokes are just brilliant he's he's timing fantastic but anyway he's he talks so beautifully about jnana yoga and how we can get stuck on it right like we can get stuck on the learning and we get this feeling of um, gratification the more we learn it makes you feel good i know so much um, but you have to do the karma yoga as well like you have to take action there's no point simply just getting all the knowledge and not doing anything with it. So I love that you, a bunch of you have said, yes, Amy, this was useful. Here's the thing, right now it's not useful. Right now it might be interesting, it might be compelling, you might be feeling inspired to take action, but it only gets useful when you use it. So your job now is to go do the thing. You've done the jnana yoga, now you have to go do the karma yoga with your Facebook ads, implement the hell out of this. And if you get stuck or if you're like, Amy, what the F were you talking about? Sandra D, what? Uh, message me on Instagram, at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. I'm obsessed with helping everybody right now because the world needs your yoga, like now more than ever. So hit me up if you get stuck. Patsy says, this has been really useful. I always feel such a dimwit with technology. Patsy, watch that language. Um, I know Facebook works as I found my wonderful hairstylist on an ad. Girl, you're here because of an ad. Uh, Just saying, remember that thing about $65,000? You're all here because of ads. Uh, Cool. Okay, Um, I'm not, I don't think there was any more questions that have uh, come in. Karen Buckland, I didn't know you were here. Hey, Karen. Um, Hey to everybody. um, uh, Justine says, I'm doing the Facebook ads course. Should I wait? No, Justine, like if you wanna go get going, get going. Um, the Facebook ads course, and I'll talk about that in a sec, but actually what I'll do now is I'll make that clear transition for anybody who doesn't want to hang around. So folks, if you're complete, if you've got some stuff to go do, remember it's not useful until you use it. Uh, Thanks for being here um, and uh, sharing your energy and get out, do get more people coming to your online classes. Um, But for anybody who wants to stay a little longer, I'm going to tell you a bit about my Facebook ads course that starts on monday that might be sunday for you so see you if you're going thanks for being here and if you're staying let's talk about the facebook ads know how for yoga teachers so essentially what i did was get harassed by a whole lot of people in my community saying hey amy when are you going to do another facebook training (sighs) and after about three months i thought oh shit all right i'll do one because um because actually I think Facebook advertising is an incredibly powerful tool. Uh, And I would argue that it is an essential business skill, just like maintaining your, you know, tax. That's a skill that everybody needs. Um, And and there are some particularities for our industry that you're not gonna get from just a straight up Facebook ads trainer. Uh, We are a little more sensitive about um, inviting people to buy from us rather than selling. You know, we'd like to, uh, craft marketing messages from love rather than fear. Um, there are certain things about being a yoga teacher. There are, there are certain things that that uh, being a yoga teacher, you wouldn't get from a standard Facebook ads training, i.e. how much cleavage in a yoga singlet is okay. <laughs> it's less than you think. You know, so what I did was uh, put together, the first time I've run it, uh, Facebook ads training, and it goes for four weeks because as we've just seen today, like we've had what? just over an hour together. We've covered a lot of ground, but I haven't actually shown you step-by-step step how to go do all of this stuff. There's a lot in there. And I think that is um, inappropriate, appropriate. I'm gonna do it anyway. It's like a stanga, you know, it's like the Facebook ads primary series. You start here and then once you get that, then you move on to the next bit. Once you get that, then you move on to the next bit. Um, and so it goes for four weeks so that I can teach you starting from the simple and moving through to the more complex. And it, I'm loving this delivery at the moment. It's not just a, we all show up on Zoom and I teach you stuff. We do that, but then we also have a follow-up session on the same week. The purpose of that is, like I was ranting on about before, I'm done with yoga teachers signing up for courses and feeling good about it in the moment, but then never actually like, using it. Type into the chat if you have an e-course that you have bought that you have never used. You got Tiffany Cruikshank's yoga medicine sitting in your inbox and you've never opened it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not available for people to spend their money. That's a spend on my shit and not use it. If you buy from me, you've got to do it. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, God, aren't we amazing? I'm in it too. It's not, I'm there. I'm, I'm typing yes in as well. <laughs> so, oh, Kirsty's here. Cool. Uh, so here's the deal. The course... It's like a training on Monday and then a follow-up on a Friday. You get time in the middle to implement so that when we all get together again for a chat on Friday, you get the time with me and everybody else to say, could you look at this, Amy? Can I ask you about these results? I got rejected. What's happening? What should I do here? Is this good enough? Can I make it better? So that you're actually implementing this as you go. I don't want to leave anybody behind. I don't want you to stop coming to the calls because you don't feel seen and heard. We're going to learn this stuff together and you're going to do it as I teach you. Now, that doesn't mean you need to go spend hundreds of dollars over the next four weeks at all. Uh, the great thing about Facebook is you can decide it's the, you know, it's the oh God, I can't help myself with the like nineties pop culture references, but it is this the pretty woman situation where you say who you say, where you say how much you get to decide how much you want to spend. But definitely I think running ads right now is incredibly Powerful. It's an incredibly powerful, potent time right now to be growing your business in terms of reach because everybody's at home on their phones. And much better that they're doing yoga with you than reading all of this hyped up, horrible, negative stuff that's just throwing everybody into fear and overreaction. Like there's going to be more toilet paper left in the stores if people are going to your yoga rather than reading all the crappy stuff being posted from people that they knew in high school but haven't seen for 20 years. I mean, that's what's going on. So it's a really powerful time for you to be generating abundance in your business. I think Facebook ads is the best way. It's a no-brainer, the best way to get people to your online classes. If you want to do the course with me, it starts on Monday. It starts on Monday if it's currently Saturday for you. If it's Friday for you right now, (laughs) the course starts on Sunday. So it starts in 46 hours, right? That's how long you got to decide if you want to come along. I'm going to type the link into the chat so you can go take a look. For everybody who's not uh, video calling and is listening to this, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash Facebook ads. There's four modules. Um, how much time we got? Oh, quickly, if, you, if you're if you like done, um, you don't have to hang around for the whole chat, folks. I- won't be offended at all. Um, Katrina says, what is the time for the trainings please? Um, Katrina, I think we are going to be in the same time zone as of tomorrow morning. So the time will be 7 a.m. for both of us. Uh, Jody, God, everybody's here, the whole gang. Love it, you're the best. Oh, sorry, Diane, I sent that to just you. Let me try for everybody. (laughs) like spamming Diane private messages there's a link Um, okay so I'm going to quickly if you have to leave um do it uh Laurie says is the training live or are there recorded options um both Laurie the training will be live because um I just have more fun when I'm talking to you all and just talking to my computer camera uh and it's like wildly interactive to the degree that you want to interact with it particularly those follow-up sessions, right? That really is your Q&A, help me out, what the hell's going on? This is not a big course. So everybody gets to know everybody else uh, and I get to know exactly what it is that you're working on. And uh, I'm gonna record everything. Um, there's a members area where I'll upload all of the recordings that you can go watch for forever. Um, so both. Here's the thing I will say though on that one, uh, Laurie is, um, and for everybody, don't buy this now if you think I'm going to watch the recordings in six months. I'm just going to wait for this whole special times to finish and then I'm going to watch the recordings. Please don't buy it now because uh, it will have dated by then. Um, not, the, not the ideas or the concepts that I'm teaching you, but definitely Facebook updates its interface all the time so i want this to be a bit painting by numbers where you can go back and watch the replays and say oh that's right she clicked up there i'm going to click up there and then she typed in there i'm going to type in there sort of watch and do at the same time as soon as facebook significantly changes the interface uh you won't be able to do that um if you've done the program with me already you'll know enough to go oh shit, that thing's over there now okay Uh, but i don't think uh, i wouldn't recommend that you buy it now with the intention of doing it six months or more down the track because Facebook changes. There'll be new things that we can do. Uh, It won't be as current. Hope that helps. Uh, Will you be running this training another time too? Says I don't know. I haven't done it before. If I like it, I will. (laughs) If I don't like it, I won't. (laughs) I'm not that. You know, I'm I'm just not that organised. Uh, Jody says 90 minutes, 90 minutes for the training, probably Jody, and then 60 for the Q and A just like the social media confidence course. Um, Four am in Perth there's I'm sorry, Andrea. <laughs> you got yeah, I'm sorry, you get quackers, you kind of everything. Um, okay, so uh, let's see quickly. I just wanted to talk you through. we've got a couple of minutes, talk you through the module so you know what's in it. Um, mm-hmm. if I can remember. This is just the page, if you want to go take a look. Um, oh, there you, oh, there you go. Actually, registration supplies in 15 hours, so my bad. You have less time than I thought you had. So if you're joining, join. Um, where are the modules? Here we go. Okay, so um, I'm going like, to get you set up. The orientation teaches you what you need about business manager, having your Facebook ad account all ready to go. And then I'm going to run you through how all of that works and the different types of campaigns. So for today, we talked about, essentially, we talked about traffic and reach campaigns. There are other campaigns I want to teach you what they all are so that you make the right choice when you're starting out a new campaign and it's optimized to get to the right people. And then we're going to make your first ad, Um, doing things like getting the image right, picking the right photo. I'm going to help you choose between different photos so that you know what to look for and what's likely to get the best conversion. And then again, going through how do you make sure that the text on the photo is as uh, appealing as possible, these sorts of things. Like I said, I've done a lot of ads. Um, I'm pretty good at picking that photos that are going to perform well. Then we are going to, in the second week, we're going to look at split testing how can you really use the power of the Facebook ads platform to do the thinking for you. You don't need to know all of the answers because Facebook, can figure it out that's what split testing is it's like saying throw in 100 ideas up there and facebook just sampling them all and then telling you actually these five are the good ones so you put your money behind the five good ones and you'd stop spending on the ones that don't work as well split testing very powerful i'll teach you how to do that and because you would have had your first ad running we're going to actually look at the data so that like i said at the start you can feel confident in your return on investment because you can see how things progress like I said at the start I know that if I spend a dollar on Facebook I make two dollars fifty if having that sort of certainty appeals for you to you I'm going to teach you how you get it uh, in module two and then how you can tweak things to get your spend down uh, get even better results so you run a campaign for a week you go look at the data and then I'll teach you what can be tweaked and why so that the uh, results you're getting it even better how can you increase your ad performance um, then we're going to talk in module three we're going to talk about audiences how you make these different types of audiences how you make the custom audiences based on all sorts of different data how you make look-alike audiences what the difference are is and why it's important and then in the fourth week um, we're going to look at retargeting. So this is where, like I talked about with, we did the case study of uh, Katrina's 60 minute video, showing those people a second ad is what's called retargeting. And um, there's all sorts of powerful ways that you can do that for people so that they've engaged with you in some way. And from that data, you can then show them something else that's going to appeal to them in a slightly different way and uh, encourage them to buy from you to sign up for your classes. So there's a lot, um, there's a lot, but hopefully uh, it'll be fun and playful because that's kind of how I like to roll with my training. So if you haven't got yourselves signed up yet, um, let me, or if you have any questions, there's the link again in the chat. Apparently you've only got 15 hours. I thought you had more. We, oh, you've got 15 hours to sign up. The thing starts on Monday morning, if it's Saturday for you, or it starts on Sunday night, if it's Friday for you. Um says okay i will try my luck to see if you will be running it again yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. and like if if now is not the right time for you go do what i taught you today you just do all of that stuff and um you know you're out in front seriously uh uh, any other questions about anything look at that we're right on time um let me see who's just signed up this is fun i like doing these shout outs um And then how cool is this then for a whole bunch of us, Jody. Then it's like Saturday. Are you teaching today, Jody? Have you got a weekend? You're teaching. What time? What time is your class? Can maybe Katri- Katrina, are you teaching today? Oh, Katrina and I might show up, Jody. Look out. We might come along. <laughs> um, let's see. Who just signed up? Who's Harmony and Healthy Yoga in Australia? I can't see your name from my phone, but yay, we're gonna have fun. Uh, let's see, who else just signed up? Uh, Diane, yay. Oh, okay, i get more Diane time. Happy. <laughs> Super good. Uh, I think, okay, cool. Uh, well, if there's no other questions, I'm going to finish up there, go make myself another cup of coffee. Uh, Patsy says, thank you so much, Amy. I will use this information to make a start. Yes, Patsy, love it. I can't sign up. At this time, sadly, yeah, who knows, Patsy, there'll be another time. And, you know, I've got a whole bunch of like Facebook-related podcasts. So get those if you want more help. Um, have a good day. I'm off to bed now. Night-night, Patsy. Um, uh, Andrea says, how do we access the recording version of this session? Andrea, great question. Uh, I'll send you out an email. It's got to download and upload and la-la-la. But once I've got that all squared away for you, I'll send you out an email later today so that you can get it. Um, Carol, it's you, yay! Uh, Bye everybody. Um, There was something else, oh, can I just quickly, for those of you who are still here, a quick public service announcement in case you missed it. Um, Yesterday I threw out a challenge, I'm calling it the Pay It Forward Challenge, and essentially what I'm saying is, if you're teaching online yoga, if you have some random show up that you didn't anticipate coming, like a drop-in that you don't know, um, if you wanna join our challenge, what you do is every time that happens, every class that that happens, Your job is to then go sign up for someone else's virtual yoga so we can be spreading the love around and encouraging each other in the process. So if you're interested in that, there is a post in my Facebook group. I showed it to you before. It's Amy in Bangkok Yoga, Resplendent Warrior, whatever, Reverse Warrior. Um, Go find that post and type in the link to the sales page for your online classes. Then you've got, like there's a bunch of them now. I'm going to go shopping myself later. Every time... Uh, that happens every time you have a drop-in. Uh, you can go find a class from there to take part in or anybody else's class, but there's a whole bunch of options to get you going and we can all be supporting each other as we're transitioning to this online environment. And what would be super fun is when you're doing that, take a selfie of yourself doing yoga with someone, else's, someone else from my community in their class, take that selfie, post it in the group. Uh, I just think this is going to be fun. Um, Melissa says, that's a fab idea. Hope to get my classes online very soon. Yay. Um, Kirstie says, love the Pay It Forward Challenge. I will check it out. Thanks, Amy. There are so many different types of classes. And like the people in this community, you're all amazing. And your specialities and what you're really great at, not only will we be paying it forward from an abundance perspective, but we all get to learn from each other, right? Super fun. Um, Anna Maria says, thank you, Amy. That's a lot going on in my life right now. Yeah. Uh, this one shall be on hold until summer, hopefully. Awesome. Take care of yourself, lovely. You're a great teacher. Thanks. (laughs) I've even got real pants on today. No pajamas. It's all professional here. Um, And like I said at the start, uh, if you get stuck with any of this stuff, you're watching the replay, you're freaking out, you don't know what's working or you get rejected from Facebook for something, remember I'm uh, at AmyYogaBizCoach on Instagram. I will get back to you. It's like your tech support. Let me help you because uh, the world needs your yoga right now. Thanks for being here, folks. Have a lovely weekend, Uh, and I'll see some of you on Monday for Facebook ads know-how. Bye. (laughs) So there you have it, folks, another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favour to ask, if you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at @AmyYogaBizCoach. Take deep care.